right, what's up, guys? This is uh, coming to you another podcast here, Spent Shells Podcast. I got Seth over at the house with me, and and I'm sorry. I will apologize in advance because this could have been really good, but I definitely left my podcast stuff at the house while I made the trip to Arkansas, and then everything fell apart, and we ended up coming to Kansas. I mean, we, we could have had a great podcast here, but anyways... With technology and being the 21st century and all this good stuff, we were able to get the guys from Kansas Plains on the phone, and I got Brandon and, and Kyle on here as well, and we'll bring those guys in here in a few. And just, I was talking to Seth, he's uh, he's running my dog down right now, but uh, I was talking to him about how we started way back when of going to Kansas, and, and Kansas has always been a waterfowler's destination. I mean, Arkansas is duck capital of the world. They just say that because it brings them a lot of revenue. There's a lot more. Um, there's a lot more areas to duck hunt and stuff. And Kansas is a definitely a gold mine. It used to be a hidden gem, but it's now well known. And uh, and we man, we've been going out there for a long time. Seth's going out there with me a bunch. And uh, I mean, Kanye, when he was a puppy, that was the first trip we made. And I uh, shot a bunch of ducks, shot a bunch of geese, and um, and we just man, me and Brandon's been been good buds for a long time. And Brandon, how exactly did uh, you know? I mean. It's kind of probably the same way me and Dad did Team WC, but how did you and and Kyle and the crew? How did y'all get started with with Kansas Plains? Like, how did that come about? Um, it's kind of a long, long, long story to really get deep into. Um, but as as far as the start goes, um, you know, we all hunted together for years. Um, you you were with us before we really started, you know, guiding hunts. Uh, but we. We had some guys come from Tennessee. Um, obviously, you came. Um, obviously, Cody and, and Taylor and some of his buddies came and hunted with us for several years in a row. And uh, there was a couple times where, you know, folks had asked us, you know, why don't you guys start guiding a few hunts? Right, and right. We had thought about it a little bit and tossed it around. And I, I had actually worked for a, uh, a ranch at the time a farming farm and, and ranch combination had some cattle and and did a lot of farming but uh was originally going to kind of go into it with them obviously they had the the property and and capital to kind of get the thing up and running um but after a couple of meetings things kind of fell through and and uh i was almost pretty much going to be unemployed they were they were going to let me work for them um through that, but I, I decided that it was something I kind of wanted to do on my own, and I, I'd done some landscaping and, and mowed a bunch of yards when I was a kid, and I uh, always kind of wanted to do that full-time, so I said, well, why not, what 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 time's better than now, and kind of just took the leap, and it was honestly it was pretty scary at first, and um, I was on my own for several months, yeah. and then uh, at all of my buddies, most of my buddies worked full-time, and I had one buddy, Kyle, um, who was in college at the time and, and kind of working to get out of college. You know, he's about to graduate. And uh, truthfully, what regardless whether he was working full-time or not, he would have been my number one choice either way. And uh, here we are. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely come a long ways. I remember the Snapchats of you on the four-wheeler, you know, riding down, checking the, the rigs and stuff and the – dog cold you know pouring down rain or or getting snapped oh, yeah. in the spring and there's turkey strutting out there and then all of a sudden they just quit and i was yeah. like what and then then you know fast forward talking to you guys and they're like yeah we're gonna start guiding i'm like dude i, I think y'all would crush it and sure enough 
sure. How, however, I don't know how Kyle landed the freaking cabin, but that was the daggum. That was the that was like an ace in the in the in the flush right there. Like I don't know how that that whole piece makes it right there. Like being able to go to the little lodge and the way y'all have changed it. Like when we first like y'all had just got it and then we went. Me and Austin came and you were like, oh, we're gonna fix it up. And then when we come this year, I was like, dang, dude, like it was a complete total different lodge. Um, I mean, that just brings everything home there. Oh yeah, yeah, it worked out really well. I can I can kind of remember. A little bit how all i mean it was one of those it was kind of a mess at first we didn't I mean we had a we were gonna get it but we didn't we didn't know if we were gonna get it in time to start the first year um with it and uh kyle's connection with the guy that was living here is kind of what probably really spearheaded the whole deal otherwise we <laughs> we may not have gone into time man i basically pushed him out of this place <laughs> you got uh, to go <laughs> I, literally, I, I was calling. I was like, "Hey, man, you know, we got this thing going on, and you gotta, you gotta figure something out." And I came, and he said, "Oh, I'm gonna be out next week." And I show up, and he still has everything in the house. The house is <laughs> terrible shape, and smells terrible. And man, I was just, I was like, "This is just not gonna work." And I said, "Hey, this weekend." I said, "If you're not, if you're not out, I'm gonna, you know, I'll help you get everything out of here." He said, "We got to be in." He, I basically kind of forced him out, and it worked out for that first year. But dang right, having the the shed there and everything, clean birds, uh, plenty of room to park, and and uh, just having the big living room and the fire pit. Like I, I know these guys like to pay big money and go to Habitat Flats, and you know, you know people like Seth. Seth likes to no. pay. <laughs> Seth likes to pay that four thousand dollars a night and uh, go to Habitat Flats. And so I'm, I'm sure. I guarantee you that it's a good time, but when, like, anytime I go on a hunting trip, like, when we were in Idaho deer hunting, we were in a camper, and I thought that was high class. Like, I was expecting a tent, honestly, and, um, but, you know, no running water, nothing like that. Like, I'm cool with that, and, and coming to the cabin, got the old fire pit that's, like, the central mode of heat, and, uh, you know, we're outside, we're bringing logs in, putting logs in the heater and everything, and I I don't know, it, it just gives off a good homey like uh home away from home vibe and uh and then definitely the wildlife that that comes around it how um how well did y'all do this season i know when we come up there it was nuts but the duck season was out and uh i know just from a few snapchats y'all welled on them pretty good but overall like compared to a few years in in the past how did y'all do this year i'd say this year was one of the best years uh i've had in a long time uh, we got into the ducks pretty good and I mean, the geese are always, always really good. The ducks can be hit and miss, but uh, this year was, was definitely a uh, one to remember. I know when, uh, when we come up, it was, you know, I was talking to Brandon. I was like, you know, on the phone, I'm like, yo, put a dent in the boat. <sighs> boat screwed up. Uh, yeah, and then, then, then I, I blew the motor, and uh, <laughs> I'm just having a rough time, Brandon. And Brandon was like, well, why don't you come up here? And I'm like, God darn. Seven more hours of ride, and I look at Seth. I'm like, get in a truck, dude. So we dump the boat off, dump the boat off, and we're on the way. And we 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 get up there, and uh, you know, I'm talking to Brandon, and I'm like, hey, did you you see anything? You seeing any birds? Like, y'all got some birds locked down. And next thing I know, Brandon's like, yeah, we got 600 here, and there's like a there's another 400 over here, and I think there's might be four more hundred over there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
I'll tell you what I do tell everybody. I say, well, you know, hunting's good, but we got a buddy, Blake, that comes up every year, and I don't know what it is about him, but he's definitely a good luck charm. <laughs> Man, it's, uh, and, and odd, oddly so, that's, less, usually it's not good luck for me. Like, anytime I go somewhere, especially the first trip, it's just bonkers. And then whenever I come back, we end up having a good time. But uh, man, it seems like every year just gets better and better for us. Like uh, me and Austin coming, and I don't know why Briar keeps getting the good out of this, but <laughs> Briar shoots the spec and specs banded. You know, we, we shot a few banded birds. And, and then this year, freaking pair comes in just la 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 i mean just pretty as can be he's the only one that stands up rolls both of them and it's freaking double banded with a rivet band i mean like come on dude but it seems like it gets better every year and uh like this year uh, i've been working on the footage and was gonna put like a, a end of the year blast video out and i wanted to add the podcast with it but i, I just hate that my video camera was on some weird setting because that last day was just nice. plum filthy, dude. Holy oh, crap! That was, uh, it it would have blown up. Oh yeah, no joke. I mean, especially like Seth had one of them uh 120 frames a second videos of I think a 12 pack come in and just dumped them. Yeah, so he's vid- yeah he's videoing. I think you were taking pictures. I'm videoing, so that leaves four guys to shoot, and four times three is 12. And if you ask me, my math don't math usually, but that right there is a shot of bird. And dude, wiped the whole flock. But the highlight of the trip, not going to lie, was us needing like, what, three birds? And that big group comes in. Uh, it might have been 14 or 15 birds come in. And uh, we're like, all right, who's the three people shooting? And uh, and right there at the end, you jump out the blind, you're hollering, everybody seen the band that was that, wild that's the only bird that fell out of the group <laughs> oh yeah yeah no i that, and what's crazy is that was the second time this year that that's happened i mean it was you know it just doesn't normally happen like that you everybody kind of jokes around about you know one of them days when you're landing birds and they're sitting right in front of you and you're like oh this is, we're band hunting now just check them you know and to actually have it happen twice in one year is just insanity to me. I mean, it, I mean, both of them, I can just picture it perfectly. I mean, the sunshine couldn't have been any perfect on both birds, and they both turned the same way. Right. It was almost like it was almost like a deja vu moment because yep. when that bird, when they came in and then they they swung like that, and that sun hit that bird just right, I could I literally couldn't help but just start screaming. <laughs> I would have been I'd have been so beside myself if that bird didn't fall. Oh. And I, I just wonder how many times that you don't see it. Like, how many bands pass you a season? You know, like you think about oh, yeah. these birds that are eight, nine, ten years old. Like, how many times did they make it out unscathed? Right. Well, I have I have a picture. Uh, four years ago, we had a buddy. He actually guides hunts just west. It was about forty five minutes. Him and one of his guides, and uh, there was somebody else. There's four of us, I believe, and we had just got done shooting our four-man limited geese on the last day of season. And I had my camera with me the whole time, and I was taking pictures. Well, the birds were still coming, so we're like, well, we'll just sit here and watch, take pictures. And I'm snapping pictures, snap, snap, snap. And uh, I remember looking through the lens. I'm like, I, I, don't, I think that bird was banded. Sure enough, I went back through the pictures. And plain as day, God. 15 yards, about 12-pack, mm. and right on the end of them was a bird when they swung through. 
and he was banned, no doubt. That is insane. <laughs> At least y'all were limited out, and it ain't like you were. Like I seen the loaded timber guys post a video early season duck hunt, and they were literally letting a hen mallard flutter over to decoys because you know going to do the right thing and shoot green. And right. they go back and check the footage, and she's banded as can be, like freaking straight Jared's right on her wrist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's why I shoot hens. We had uh, who did we have in? They kept giving me trouble for shooting hens or something. Was it, was it the Mojo Crew? 100 percent was. Yeah, it was me and uh, I forget the guy's name. He was sitting next to me. That was Bill. Me and yeah. Bill kept talking about it, like, "Where's she? I don't care what it is. It's a duck. I'm ducks a duck." <laughs> they, they banned hens too, and I'm pretty sure I, I don't know the exact numbers on it, but I, I'm almost sure that they banned more hens than they do drakes. It seems that way. I know just just from the people that you like. I'm on Facebook, the Ban Hunters of America or whatever, and it's always some young guy just shot my first duck or whatever. And it's a hen mallard. Boom, double banded with a transmitter or some crazy junk like that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. on the flip side of things, like we've we've had a good year every year come up. I mean, honestly, like we, you know, most people get into it like it ain't about killing. Like to me, it is about the killing. But even when the killing's not good, we have a jam up time from the the sled rides and the foolers, all that. But uh, turkey season's coming up, and are you guys doing turkey hunts? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've, yeah. We've somebody, got somebody, a year they need to definitely get on the books and get out there because. I know me and you went uh, a little different area of where you normally hunt when I come up there and turkey hunting, but it just seems like the turkeys out there in Kansas just it. I know that's it's not really gonna they're not gonna do right every time, but it seems like they are well more willing out there because you boys be hammering them birds, man. Oh yeah, it's a lot of fun, no doubt about it. I, and I think you know I've hunted a couple different places for turkey, but. It seems, you know, it just seems like our birds are a lot more vocal. I mean, and then the fact of it is, you know, you may hunt one day. I mean, it, I mean, obviously they're a wild animal. One day they may just be tight-lipped and, and tough. And then the next day, it's like a flip of a switch. Yeah, it is. And, you, you know, you can't keep them away from you. <laughs> we, uh, I remember that year we come out there and we were struggling with birds for a little bit. And uh, they, they, it was me and Wes hunting. And, uh, right, right, I think. Up at my grandpa's? Uh, yeah. Or before that. It, well, we went to your grandpa's, I think. Uh, no, it was it was when we hunted at your grandpa's. I forgot who I went. I thought we went to Wes's house or Cole's house. Oh, yeah, it was Cole's house. Cole's house. And, yeah, it was me and Wes. House. Oh, yeah. I mean, slammed the door when we got out. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was immediate, too. Like, as soon as we got set up, boom, bird comes in, smack him, and and then we went west or whatever, and that was that was even a better time. But uh, yeah, me and me and Brandon's up there, and we shoot this turkey over this big stone fence, like way back Indian times or whatever. And uh, and I shoot this turkey, and the other bird runs off, blows up in a strut, and gobbles like way out there on the hillside. And I was like, Brandon, we can kill that bird. And uh, and he uh um look at Wes, and Wes is like, I ain't walking. <laughs> Right. Me and Brandon dropped over, put the move on, and made it happen. But uh, but yeah, so, you, well, I think I think his I think his words were, "You ain't gonna kill that bird." Yeah, you ain't gonna kill that bird. I looked. And me, and, me and Blake looked at each other and were like, "All right, game on." Yeah, <laughs> like we wasn't going to. Now that you said that, <laughs> right? Challenge accepted. But uh, man, so got the turkeys, and before you know it, I mean, we're gonna have trail camera pictures. Uh, it's gonna be July, and bucks are gonna be growing velvet. 
And so me and Kyle talked this year, and we were at the cabin just chilling out, and I was like, dude, all I want to do is come up here, get me a little lease or something, and hunt some property. So me and Kyle go look at a piece of land. And uh, and so what's your thoughts on, on the productivity of that land? Like you feel like we can get a, a big buck on camera, like not necessarily kill him, but uh, maybe one or two shooters definitely. No, absolutely. That oh, property is yeah. unbelievable. I mean, the land of giants down there in that bottom. A lot of deer killed in that area, but I know. Cody I know. Come just up. Based off the last two years, it's it's produced pretty dang good. So good deal. I know Cody come up this year, and I was I was talking to him while he was there, and man, he was sending me snaps and stuff of just deer walking around, and the deer that y'all just see on a daily basis is uh like the deer we we go after all year long so you know somebody better put a safety on me son because i'm gonna be ready to rip <laughs> like that one we saw in the field while we were there yeah oh, yes. he would have died Good <laughs> giant. that was a giant like i mean i definitely would have shot him but uh but other than that man it's uh it's come a long ways we've we've uh we started out small and uh and then we started taking guys on hunts and and then it got to the point where we couldn't guide enough people here to you know because South Carolina don't have the birds and stuff. So we started doing deer hunts and started doing, you know, Christian hunts and stuff like that. Uh, guys from the church or wounded warriors. And, and then now we've kind of just got to where we help four or five groups of people a year. I got a feeling that's how it's going to get with y'all guys. Like you guys are going, um, just early in the game, you got some good, good clients coming in. I think before you know it, it's going to, it's going to blow up. And I got a good feeling you might have to have, uh, two or three crews helping you out there. <laughs> yeah i mean and honestly we'd like for it to get get that way and and at the same time i mean from the moment we started this thing i mean obviously you know with with groups like you guys and and cody and then some buddies from tennessee and stuff like that you know that we just wanted it to stay enjoyable and i, and I think that's probably the direction i don't know we may end up doing one more we may run one more group if if the you know clientele allows but you know, just running the way we do, basically it's exclusive. You know, if you book a hunt, it's just you and your group only. You know, there won't be another group of guys in town. And, you know, it's just you guys hunting. There won't be other groups, you know, with you. It's just, it's huge. And, and it, honestly, for us too, it's just so much more relaxing when we run small groups, you know, and, and keep it fun. Like with the, last, the last two guys that came, there were two seven-year-olds. And, man, it was like you were talking when you went out to – uh was it Utah you were talking about the trailer? Yeah, Utah and Idaho, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, those guys, they were tell, they told a story about going to Alaska, and uh, they were staying in a real nice place, and the, the old man was like, I, I couldn't stay in there. I ended up just going outside and sleeping in a shack, no <laughs> heat. He said, he said, I didn't come to the front or the first frontier to, to stay in a five-star lodge. He said, I'm, I'm going to sleep in this shack with a sleeping bag. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> just some just some good real good down to earth awesome guys and you know like they said they they can't they came as as customers but left feeling more like friends you know built a friendship in the, in the short three days they were here and, you know it's just i mean that's what and that's what it's about you no know doubt. Is, is no doubt. Build, building relationships and just enjoying you know what god's created for us and that's you know what we'll what we'll continue to do more moving forward y'all will definitely have to limit yourself because i'm telling you words gonna get out but uh i think i think that's yeah. a good way to be about it because um i mean you you watch even the videos of the big guy 
you know, that they got, um, you know, 10, 12 guys staying in a lodge or, or different cabins, whatever, but they're all eating in like one central lodge and everybody's right. like, how'd you guys do? Or how'd you guys do? You know, you're constantly, and it, and it seems like it's inevitable that, you know, you only got so many birds and you only got so much access. And if you're hunting a three day hunt and there's three different groups, somebody's getting gar hold one day, like, right. It always seems like you get a good day in, and then the next day's eh, it's okay, and then the next day after that, it's like, dang, we should have went home. But uh, right, and with y'all guys, you know, you're putting your best foot forward on on every day of the hunt with that group. It's not like, well, these guys killed them pretty good, but these guys didn't, so we're going to see if we can't put those guys on a better hunt in the morning. You know, so I definitely, I definitely like the vibe that you you're going to stick with there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's different, and and you know, you always hear these horror stories about you know, pretty much kind of what you're talking about, getting gar hold or just being with another, with another bad group, you know, some, yeah, you just, when I mean, you're dealing with, with a firearm, man, you know, it's right. when you're not with somebody, you know, and comfortable around them, it, it's kind of, and some guys are they just don't care, but at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's more, it's more relaxing for us and our clients. Yeah. You know? And that's what it's about. I agree a hundred percent. And, uh, you know, it's, it's uh might be less money on the back end, but like you said, you're leaving full on friendships rather than just oh well enjoyed it. We'll see if we can't book with you next year or something like that. You know, it's like hey dude, I want to talk to you during the summer. I want to see you during the you know I'm gonna see if I can't come back twice. Like you know, you're definitely gonna build relationships farther and uh more stronger relationships like that. And uh I know like me and Seth just going out there. Uh, first time we went coming back he was seth was like man i feel like i'm part of their family yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and, that, and i think that's something too as far as just the midwest goes i mean you always hear just the midwestern hospitality and that's what we want people to experience is you know actually feeling like you're coming to see your family yeah. rather than you know just a hunt club you yeah. know and that that brings it in too with the cabin i mean you're there you're in like a little house type setting uh there's cattle out back like it, it's a good vibe no doubt um right. if if you could i don't know if you could change anything up about what y'all have going on what what would you do what would you do differently or what would you keep the same Ooh, that's a good question because i mean um I was trying as to think of it in my head, and I don't, I don't know what you'd do different because it's, it's going pretty freaking good. It's good ideas. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly not really something I guess we've really thought about. Is cha- like as far as change goes. I mean, if there was change, it'd be growth. You know, right? Like you said, I don't, I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we do more than run more than one group a day. Right. And if anything, we'll, we'll, we'll book two hunts a week I was you know and have somebody that you know add a couple guys full-time through the winter that could give us an alternate break to where we're not hunting six days a week with one day off and right back to it because it it just you know with just us two it just doesn't work you know and having Matt having Matt this year was extremely helpful as far as cooking and the dude can flat out cook I mean 
Did you? I don't think he cooked for you guys, did he? No. No, we were we were talking about it, and I, I was kind of on the on the edge, like, "Yo, man, what are you doing, dude? No, you can come over here and, yeah. and whip it up in the kitchen, <laughs> son." <laughs> like, hey, right. hey, but no, we dude, got Subway. And honestly, he's he's like talking about him just uh cooking and stuff. That dude come in. And we were, uh, I don't forget what we were doing, trying to kill some pigeons or something like that. We were running around the truck and acting a fool and throwing the football. And next thing you know, it's kind of like, where's Matt at? Matt done clean every bird we had out there. You know, I was like, damn, yeah. go, dude. The whole trailer's <laughs> Yeah, he done pulled everything out. He uh, pulled everything out and he's freaking got everything cleaned up. And I'm like, geez, like, who is this guy? I need him to bring him home right. with me. Right. No, yeah, he's all hands on deck. I mean, and sometimes it can get a little overwhelming on you, but. He's he's he means well. The guy just wants to be here to help. So that's well, that's, that's the thing that makes it worth it. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, and like I said, man, he the guy. Everybody that eats his food just rants, yeah. rants, and raves over the food, man. And and it makes our lives so much easier knowing that we ain't got to go come home after a long. You know, if we got a all day grind in the field, we don't have to worry about coming back, going to get food, or you know cooking up something and it just makes a huge difference but yeah i mean as far as that goes changing anything i mean i really don't maybe someday building a small lodge is is the only change i mean our biggest thing from the start i mean obviously like brana said i mean growth but the second things get stressful for us is the you know it's the reason we 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 started this to you know have fun be able to do what you love to do and also make money while you're doing it, but get stressed what kind of defeats the whole purpose of what you're trying to do. So, yep, I agree I with that fully. That's mm-hmm. uh, the the photography and and videography adds to that a little bit as well. Like you get you get so focused on trying to make that happen and this happen. Like not gonna lie, when I found out my footage was gone, I was like, we just shot 42 birds. That's like a knife in the side. We shot 42 birds in no time. Two bands. Two bands. And I was bummed out, dude. Like, I'm not going to lie, I was bummed out. But it, it was more so that I knew how good of a hunt it was that I wasn't going to be able to share, you know? Um, but it's not like I let the photography or whatever get in the way of it. It was just like, God darn, dude. Them people are not going to be able to see 20 foot from us, like 20 birds feet down, feathering over the decoys. The mallards were doing it right. Like, oh my God. dang, dude. But, yeah. I definitely think uh, I definitely think y'all got a good thing going, uh, just like it is. And and yeah, getting that's how it got for us was, uh, and we were very low scale being South Carolina. Is it? It just got plum stressful. Like you don't get to hunt with friends or nothing. So keeping it yeah. small and being able to add buddy hunts here and there to break it up during the week and and kind of get that stress off your back is is definitely. And and it's like when we come up, you know, we all just always get the band together. Cole, T, Mitch, like the whole crew. And uh, yep. and we have we have a dang good time. Um, see here, that's that's about the the story of of Kansas Plains. I mean, uh, Seth, what's what's your thoughts on Kansas? Like, I mean, if you could go there, I've I've thought about transferring. I mean, I work for a nuclear plant, and they got one not far down the road. Dude, I'd move to Kansas any day. <laughs> like, if you told me to pick up, move somewhere, it would be kansas that's what everybody's like oh i'd move to florida or i'd move here or i'd move to arkansas i mean nah man y'all got the dang arkansas. heck no yeah <laughs> seriously no, heck no excuse me <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like i mean yeah the rockies is beautiful and like when i go out there with tate like uh the mountains that's gorgeous but it's it's man you got 
you got big deer, you got plenty of turkeys, you got ducks and geese, you got, I mean. You got upland at that. Yeah, you got, the fishing's good. Like, I mean, you can go to one side or the other and it'd be totally different hunting styles and everything. And uh, I don't know, I, I could just see Kansas being home, definitely. Yeah, for real. And it's it's definitely a, a number one spot on my my hunting list, to say the least. Um, if I know you guys, y'all got it made. I mean, y'all are in the the area. Y'all are in the best places to hunt. And but if if y'all could travel, where where in the world would y'all go? Just to travel or to hunt? No, to, like to go after something to hunt. For me, it's probably Canada. I've never been there. I got to do that. God, I got to yeah. do that. As far as that goes, I mean, I don't know. I would like to go, and I think we're going to go next year. We talked. We were supposed to go this year. We had the plane, the flights booked, and everything, and then landscape and work got in the way. We were going to go to Idaho and hunt uh, Snake River and just mm. some uh, open type, basically the same same kind of hunting styles here. You know, little little cattle ponds and stuff yep. out in the middle of nothing. Uh, just a different area, but Idaho, that, Idaho or Canada will probably be my next trip as far as that goes. But it's like Cody's. That we, I've been to Arkansas once, and it it was okay. We had one decent day in a rice field, but it wasn't like a bang up, smoke them out of there, right. holler deal. And we hunted tim, timber a couple, green timber a couple times in a cypress reservoir. But we saw some birds. I think we we didn't kill very many, to be quite honest, but did. It's just a great experience, but it's one of those deals where their season is right in the middle of the heart. When their season's good, or their duck hunt's good, our duck hunting is really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you leave? Right. You know I mean? Like it's what you got those, at home, you know? How do you how do you walk away from that to chant something else? Right. Maybe maybe shooting Canada's in the uh, up in Montana or something would be cool once. I don't know. What do you? What about you, Kyle? Man, I don't know. I, after seeing all of your pictures and videos of Canada, I I've always wanted to go up there and experience that at least once. But I'd also like to go to Alaska and hunt some big game. Come on with that. That part. I know. Uh, so what basically stemmed that question is um, I've done the same thing like every year, uh, and and I still plan to to hit those same trips, but. Uh, I usually do like two or three trips, like we'll ride to Georgia or we'll go to Alabama and just try something different. I think this year I'm going to save up uh, a little bit of vacation and go to either like um, I might shoot back down to Louisiana or I was really looking at doing either Maine or like Washington State, one end of the other, but at the top of the map and try to get on some Brant, some uh, like maybe some Goldeneye, um maybe a harlequin black duck if you may you know some somewhere around there uh just doing something different and and that's what i was thinking about like whole time we were playing up the podcast i'm sitting here thinking like these guys have got it made like it's in the heart of of everything where in the world would they even go like me i'm like when can i leave south carolina and 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 i don't i I was like dude what would they even do but yeah i I think definitely we're going to change it up a little this year and and just target like Hey, I like to kill this, this, and this. Let's let's go there instead of just going to some state and hunting. But, yeah, but we were actually just talking about we were just talking about it the other day. My bucket list bird. I I want to shoot a harlequin. Oh, dude, yes. yes. Yeah. I don't care if I. Yeah, I don't care where it is, and if I just kill one, 
I just I want to kill one and have it in my hands. <laughs> Those I don't are, know what it is about it, but it's just a beautiful duck, man. You you remember when we went to that little reservoir and hunted, and it was ice freaking cold, and uh and I missed that gold knock that I thought was a merganser. Dude, that was oh, the yes. first year I went with <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I was sitting there. I was like, I ain't shooting that. He was like, shoot it. I was like, no. I was like, screw it. I'll shoot it. And I missed. Yep. And it was a gold night, dude. I was like, what? Beautiful Drake, too. <laughs> oh. But yeah, way it was flying coming at us, I was like, Merganser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but man, it's a, uh, I don't know. It's We definitely plan to, I, I want to get out there uh, when the, because I, I tried to go to Arkansas and and do all that and about the same time every year. I, I think we need to plan up if whenever y'all have a free three four days uh, this coming year of when it's going to be good and duck season be in. Like I mean, I know we got the early season and stuff like that, but then you know a little bit of deer hunting and then I plan to. When did y'all season even come in? For ducks. Up oh, ducks, geese, whatever. Yeah, the uh, last weekend of October. Oh, wow. And I got 21 days off, first part of November. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. No, and honestly, the duck hunting is not real, not real great that time of year. It just depends on the weather, man. If we get a cold front, we can definitely shoot some ducks. But it just, I mean, sometimes it's still 70, 80 degrees around then. Right, right. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, I put down my vacation. I took like seven vacation days, and I, I ended up getting twenty-one days off. So, Scotty P, yes. the, the deer, the deer's gonna be <laughs> on, son. <laughs> and if we, if we can squeeze a duck or a goose in there, who cares? But the deer's gonna be on. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, it should be a real good year. Well, boys, I uh, I want to bring y'all on here and, and kind of seal the deal. We talked about the natural disaster in the natural state of our fiasco of a hunt and my rushing and, I don't know, trying to write my own script and the big man above said, watch this, you know. Um, and then y'all y'all kind of pulling through for us and we had such a good time there and be able to plug all this together and toss the video out at the same time and um, – just, I, I really wish I'd got the podcast equipment out there and wouldn't have left it at home. We could all sat around the table and and talked about it real good. But uh, luckily, was able to get you on a phone call. And um, I know y'all just had what y'all have clients leave yesterday or something. Yeah, yesterday was our last group. We, you know, kind of like what you talked about. We try to leave try to leave dates open to where we can buddy hunt. You know, especially especially at the end of season, we did the same thing kind of last year, but last year didn't work out well it was about negative 40 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so Carolina's currently we, 90 right yeah we just we stayed home needless to say there wasn't much hunting to be had in that kind of weather so but yeah we uh we appreciate y'all boys jumping on here and i'm glad we could uh, all link up together and i know how busy things are and we're already getting ramped up we disked uh yesterday at the hunting land and then i think uh, i gotta work this weekend and after as soon as i get off work monday morning then i'm gonna be heading straight to the woods and we're gonna plant monday and tuesday and man before you know it there's gonna be turkeys blowed up in our face strutting and y'all gonna have the bow i'm gonna have a shotgun screw that y'all can have that bow hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i appreciate y'all boys jumping, jumping on here and man i can't wait hopefully if we got some free time and y'all boys got some free time uh i'll see if i can't swing out there and, and link up with y'all and but if not, I'll, I'll be seeing y'all sometime in uh, in the summertime, and we'll be getting them deer stands ready, and hopefully be running some cell cameras and 
figuring them out. I'm, I'm just, I'll tell you what, I'm just pumped up about it. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I appreciate y'all jumping on here and, uh, we're going to, me and Seth going to end this thing and, and, uh, we'll wrap everything up. So boys, I appreciate y'all hollering at us and, uh, I'll catch y'all on the next one. Perfect. Sounds, Sounds good, good. Man. Later. See y'all. Man, that was pretty good, dude. I'm glad we get them on the phone. They they were wrapping a few things up and had a buddy hunt. And they were wanting to scout, and I was like, man, I said I just need like 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> but honestly, like when it comes down to it, Kansas is one of the. I know a lot of people go to Oklahoma, like you said, Montana, Montana, Wyoming smacks the geese, and um, even Wyoming hunting them cold, them uh, little warm water creeks when it's just cold as can be. Hell, I just want to go there just to like. I have a group of like thirty managers dropping a creek that's no more. Yeah, like now nah, I ain't three lying. Wide. That's that's what I'm getting at is like trying the brand out and trying to do hunts like that, and then save that extra week to to run up there and just buddy hunt yeah. with Brandon and them. I mean, of course, I love I love hunting the public and I love going to Arkansas. Arkansas is just a good vibe and everything, but it's always worth it, especially like hunting with Brandon. Yeah, dude. When we go there, it's it's just whether we do good or not, we're having a good time. I mean, we're we're goose fajitas and you know we're smacking up uh fajitas together and we got daggum goose hearts and smoking them things and i do not really like them but i eat them anyways <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's it's always good football in the field you know I mean, we're always doing something it's uh running around shooting yotes whatever you know if it's too cold and and the geese aren't gonna fly early we run out and go try to knock some yotes down to you know if that turkey's for tomorrow but uh but all right, then. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up. That was a little bit of an introducing of who is Kansas Plains. I just, I can't. You know, those guys don't want to get their name out there incredibly a lot. As you as you can hear on the podcast, it's a lot of they the stuff they do. They want they want to create a friendship. And they want to have a good group in and, and a repeat group. Like every year, we're gonna book the same time. We're coming back. Can't wait to see y'all kind of deal. Other than just running clients through. If they have a good hunt, oh well, you know that's that's just not their vibe. So, Go ahead uh, put your name on the docket. Yeah, yeah. So, but I just wanted to come on here and let them kind of tell their story and uh, and and get their name out a little bit. If y'all will check out uh, Kansas Plains, you can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Or if you have any questions, you hear the podcast, just just holler at me and I'll point you in the right direction. And I'll be honest with you, we ought to link up and do a giveaway hunt or something like that and meet y'all boys out there in Kansas, and we'll just have a jam up time. But we're going to wrap it up. We've got a little bit of yard work to do. And like I said, we got some more planting to go do for these old turkeys. So this has been another one, Spent Shells Podcast. i got Seth on here with me. That was Brandon and KP. And this is it. We're out. Later. Later. <laughs>